looking to have fun with it. Two dudes talking about whatever. Unlocking the secrets of the universe and also making shit jokes. Whoa! I burnt my tongue a little bit. Chance burnt his tongue. Yeah, that's, that's been our episode. Thank you for being here, guys. <laughs> that was Animal Secrets, Burnt Tongue Edition. What's up? We're back, uh, and it's a nice day out. It's a beautiful day for vengeance. It's a, Oh, we're still doing vengeance. <laughs> yeah. We are. Uh, yeah, we're still talking about vengeance. We're still talking about movies we saw. What What did we see? We who share one body. <laughs> we, the, the Freeman or whatever the fuck we are. <laughs> Uh, we move as one across the desert. We, <laughs> this is a podcast about desert power. The desert of the mind. Um, not my mind. My mind's a beautiful garden. We watched. We did some comedy last night, and then we watched Macbeth's, uh, the tragedy of Macbeth, a twenty-four. Yeah, we watched uh, the Coen Brothers' tragedy of Macbeth, and we also watched Throne of Blood. Yeah, by Akira Kurosawa. Which yeah. is a, di- a, a different uh, Macbeth adaptation. They're, they're both Ham- uh, Macbeth. I keep saying Hamlet. Uh, Macbeth adaptations. And I didn't realize this till I read about it. It's not the Coen brothers. It's just Joel. Oh, it's just him? And I mean, I don't know the difference between the two. I'm not saying it like, just Joel. But yeah, I guess he was like, I'm, this is the first movie he's done without his brother. Really? Yeah. Well, it's about like, time. Cut the cord, man. Seriously, grow up. Jesus. What are you guys, incredible artists? What are you guys going to kiss? I, be- mean, I mean, I wouldn't hate I if see you that. kissed. I'd see that movie. Uh, yeah, we watched it, and it was uh, it's awesome. It's it's pretty good. We haven't talked about it yet because we watched it separately. Yeah, I liked it. Did you like it? I loved it. Are we ever gonna do a movie? If we hate it, will we still do a movie one day? Or if we, we like? hate a movie, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I think we. I feel like we'd have to. Maybe we should do one where we just watch like a bunch of uh, like a uh, Marvel universe. We should watch that movie Dog coming out with Channing Tatum and a dog in it. <laughs> What's it about? I saw a preview for it in the movies, dude. It, it looked like a like a parody of a stupid movie. Like it looked like what they were like in the future. Society yeah. will be so dumb. Yeah, bills will be, and it was like a, it was like a marine who's got some issues, but it's still hot. It's the normie answer to Nicolas Cage's pig. Did you see that movie? <laughs> no, There's but like a, it probably is exactly that. Yeah, it's like some dumb art movie came out about uh, Nicolas Cage is looking for his pig. He's like, I lost my pig. It, it, it apparently yeah. was really good. They're remaking that with drunk Nicolas Cage. He's in a strip club. And he's like, where's my pig? And they're like, sir, we've asked you to leave. You're getting violent and handsy. He's like, where's my pig? And there's it's a, a woman screaming in the back, and she's got like a shower curtain over yeah. her. And she's like, get him out of here. Get him out. It's a way darker adaptation, but I'm going to see it. I don't care that you were in Con Air. I don't even. even that'd be so funny. He's like, Con Air. I haven't even one? seen that movie. I'm 19. I was in The Wicker Man, god damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it was. Uh, Come here, give the wicker man a kiss, baby. Give the wicker man a kiss. Oh, Nicholas Cage at a strip club. <laughs> that's a that's a sketch you can expect from us soon. Yeah, but uh, gone in sixty seconds. But enough about my love life. Wicker man, but enough about my love life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we watched it. It was sweet. It's like real weird. It's like a. It's like a. They kind of they the way they film it, you can definitely tell they're like acknowledging it's a play more than the blood throne when we saw yeah well um I, I feel like blood throne is more of a true adaptation honestly yeah although they i didn't realize this either till like i was like doing some research they they that's not the plot of Macbeth nearly as much as uh a24 sticks to the plot a lot more it's very yeah that's a uh, that, that's why i feel like throne of blood is more of an adaptation because it's like let me take this story and set it in the Kurosawa like universe. I don't know if you yeah. say that, but island. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> so um, Throne of Blood, Akira Kurosawa's Macbeth, and then um, uh, Joel Cohen's Macbeth. Uh, the Akira Kurosawa one is it's much older. I forgot the year it was made. But it's like fifty nine or fifty nine. So it's a black and white movie. They're both black and white films, but uh, this one is um, it's set in uh, feudal Japan. Yeah, um, and there is a. Um, a warlord who is going to uh, try and uh, dethrone whatever. It's the Macbeth story. There's yeah. a, there's Macbeth who is trying to overthrow uh, the king because his uh, he gets the prophecy. He and gets he, the prophecy yeah. from They're like, the witch. You're going to be king, and then your buddy, he's going to have some kids who are kings. Which is like yeah. just dude. It's so funny in this in like all the cool tragedies where they'll give you a prophecy that just just fucks everybody up. Yeah. Like they're just like you guys are going to get married. 
but you guys are gonna fuck and then all three of them have to be like wait what hold on <laughs> yeah. who i wish somebody like i we if uh while when i was in high school we had happened upon like a, a like an like oracle you know? yeah like an oracle comes to you when you're in high school oh, I and they're dark. like three of you will die from in a car crash <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you guys would never ride together until one day yeah. you're like we got to get to the airport you're like oh shit <laughs> This is us. And then here's the thing. You it's like, kind of just Final Destination. It's yeah. kind of the movie we're pitching. <laughs> oh, yeah. Except way cooler because it would be like, no, uh, there's too there's too much sex in Final Destination for me. Yeah. Sexual tension, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I can't. How about can't Final focus. Destination and it's about you kicking a woman out of the apartment after <laughs> you've had sex? <laughs> it ain't here. And then the movie ends and then it rolls credits. <laughs> I have a thing with sleeping where you can't be here. <laughs> That's my. I, How's your yeah. sleep been before we jump in? I'm, I'm, uh, so disappointed. I, I stopped taking Advil PM, which was my last like little badass drug thing, and now I'm taking melatonin. Yeah, and it's working alright, but I'm up at like six. I feel like we should do like a little brief little like NPR overview yeah. before like of where we're we at found, before we jump into the. We the found meat a man in Peru who plays a flute made of crab shells. <laughs> Listen, while it absolutely fucking sucks. <laughs> NPR. Later, Aziz Ansari will be apologizing for sticking his fingers down a woman's throat. He didn't mean to do it, but listen to this stupid crab flute. I'm Terry Gross, and so is my pussy. Dude, I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about. <laughs> I was thinking there should be an app for NPR because, like, all right, sometimes they have information. That's okay, right? That's good. But I can't. Yeah. Li- I cannot listen to the fucking voices. So that you get an app, and it's uh, Hulk Hogan reads NPR. Okay. So he's like, he's like, in Darfur, brothers, <laughs> there are warring factions. Like, just again, then you get the news. Yeah. But you don't got to get all this, like, and then, you know, when you're gazing upon a star, like, I just can't listen to that shit for more yeah. than eight minutes. Or do you, yeah. What about, like, Joey Diaz on there, huh? Joey Diaz would be great. I hey, think... cocksuckers. <laughs> What's going on in Lebanon? <laughs> Hey, cocksuckers. Cocksuckers in Lebanon are being persecuted. Like, you'd still get the news. What is going on in Lebanon? Uh, What's going on in Lebanon? I don't know. If we have any Lebanese Lebanese. listeners, let us know. What's the story over there? Yeah, let us know what you're up to. Um, I think they're just being like... Like, how did we get here? You know? We'll hop them. I think a lot of them... They're like, we'll hop them. (laughs) It's like kindergarten cop. Anyway, so we watched... uh, So Kurosawa's is basically, it's a... It's a Kurosawa movie. It's Macbeth ad- ad- adapted to feudal Japan. Yeah. So all the like instead of like um, the Scottish castle, it's like a a, yeah. a dojo or whatever. Do we, yeah, do we like, have enough faith that people that we should just run through the plot of Macbeth real quick because most people know it, and then we can talk about like the themes and stuff that's interesting in it? Or do you want to go through the plot and like map it out? Let's do just let's run through the plot real quick. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like okay. So Macbeth, he's there's a king. There's two generals. Macbeth's one of them. And he, they meet this. There's always a weird person they meet, some type of weird person. They meet in uh, like an oracle. Yeah, or a Japanese uh, uh, busker, and yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. he he uh, they'll tell him a prophecy, and then it sets this chain of events in order where like Macbeth kills the king, and then Macbeth is sort of haunted by it, and eventually, uh, like through the prophecy, through stuff that you will hear in the prophecy, he's like deposed and killed and dishonored and right his, and, also and, his wife is like a big and once he becomes king he like is he is like a big meanie i'll say I don't yeah even he care starts about exacting that. his vengeance on everybody that he thinks yeah. could be uh could be the next in line yeah so it's yeah it's a movie about like vengeance power control whatever i was thinking about this where like we watched destiny, destiny. um we watched uh ikaru and we talked about that and it's like same thing with, with uh blood throne and kind of with the H24 one, even though it's a modern one, it's like when it's so stripped down, like you're not doing anything with like setting or like set really. Uh, the th- it's just like the themes are so simple. Like this one's basically just ambition and then how it backfires and fucks right. you, which is like a th- like it's so funny that that's a theme that will be relevant in every like hero's journey for the rest of time. Right. That's like the every single story. So that this yeah. whole play is it like It does so... have like it it does have the the thing when you're watching it like kind of like when you read the Odyssey where you're like, "Oh yes, this is every story." Yeah. We're just re rehashed throughout time, right? Yeah, Odysseus is Stanley Yelnats. He's basically digging up them holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's really like when you watch it, it's also funny like <laughs> some of the themes are like 
things that Shakespeare clearly thought were true that now if you say them, people are like, I don't, I don't know about. He's like, got a lot of that going on. Yeah, which I love that just being him being like, everybody knows that, right? And you're like, dude, yeah. we're gonna read this in like 500 years. All right. Yeah. Give us a, just chill out. Yeah. Um, but and yeah. some of the things that like still ring true. Hundred percent. Where he's like, they control the media, and you're like, well, they do control. The I media. mean, dude, well, dude. Also, like with the with the like the king, it's like the whole kidding. I read this book on uh, Stalin recently, and it's like, if you... Joseph Stalin? Joseph. Oh, okay. okay. J.S. Uh, I call him So-So. That's his nickname. Uh, and then he... These bitches love So-So. This <laughs> is Stalin rapping it. Uh, <laughs> it's like, if you violently rise to power, a byproduct of that is you spend the rest of your time like hyper aware that someone else could violently rise yeah, to power yeah. and then you have like brutal repression which is why these like coups always kind of come in like these cycles where it's like yeah you killed everybody in order to make a new government and now you're a government full of people who have killed people that you're trying to govern like it's just this crazy the, yeah, cycle like the, the, what what is required to maintain power like makes you not even be able to enjoy the power oh yeah it's such a, almost it's almost cliche but then you're like oh it's cliche because shakespeare wrote it you know, yeah, because he's a foundational of text ago, of yeah. like Western world. Like it's so yeah. funny. When you're like, that's such an obvious idea. You're like, no, no, no. He started that. Like yeah, that's the it first. It wasn't when he. Yeah. He had the first idea. He's the first guy. Yeah, and I like the. Uh, I mean, but it's still so. It's awesome. So good if you can watch it through the lens of of that, keeping that in mind. Yeah. Of like, oh my god, like this is so, this is the fundamental human. Also, dude, I was thinking about this. The lines, because it's Macbeth. It's like yeah. you know, th some of these dude, some of those lines, if they were like, in a new Drake song. Like there's daggers and men smiles like that. That I mean that it would basically be, is yeah. That would be like a hit song. Drake is basically Macbeth. People would be like Kanye That's, is Macbeth. Who I'm, is Drake? Who's Drake? Drake is the guy. Macduff. Yeah, Drake is Macduff. He kills Kanye. Is Drake gonna kill Kanye? Eventually, yeah. Really? In terms of like career, I think yeah. I'm not. I meant I meant in terms Dr of like a sword. Yeah, you think of like literally I, behead like Drake beheading I would, Kanye? I would watch it. Uh, <laughs> Did you read Macbeth? I did read Macbeth in college, and then you got you went to McKay's and got a book, and I was reading like rereading some of the just yeah. like the more famous scenes that correspond. It's so funny how many things like are just so famous. You're like, oh, I forgot that was in here. Yeah, uh, I went and re reread some of the like dialogue that I really loved. Like, I love the the witches three. Yeah, the weird all sisters. The, the weird sisters. It's so funny that it's it, all of a sudden there's this one part where it sounds like my stupid cousin is describing it. Yeah. He's like, those weird sisters. I actually read this little tidbit that's going to like ruin the riff or that's whatever, fine. but it's like. Kill the riff. It comes from uh, like. Uh, it's it's like uh, in the original text, it's like wayward sisters. Yeah, like it means like wayward. It's like an old English thing. Like 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 they're like they, they're bad girls. They're like projecting like the trajectory of things. They're bad. They're bad girls. They're bad little sluts. Like they're on a bad. <laughs> they're on a bad path, and somebody they're bad, and they need to be punished. Yeah, somebody needs to step in. Yeah. <laughs> so like a I don't know like a twenty nine year old man. But yeah, or something. I, I read some of it, and yeah, the um, so the the tragedy of Macbeth, Joel. Cohen's version is definitely more true to the text. Yeah, and because it's, it's because that that was the point. They're like, we're gonna take a uh, we're gonna take Joel Joel Cohen's movie is like we're gonna take this play and then we're gonna uh, filter it through like the Ingmar Bergman lens. Yeah, and then it I I really enjoy well we it. should say it's it's shot in black and white. Yeah, and it's like this bizarre thing the whole time where they're like. I, they don't really seem to give a shit about establishing like a world. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. like they ha like these shots are all like perfect for what they are. Like there's a lot of like really vertical. Like they're looking way up at a guy I, in a window. Uh, oh, I love the vertical they were scenes, awesome. like the M.C. Escher painting. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, I almost yeah. said it was like a, it, it's yeah. an M.C. Escher yep. staircase scene, and then like there's a lot of like long ass hallways. It's like very yeah. dramatic and like clearly intentional, but there, it's like. Uh, it's like a play where they're not worried about their sets. Yeah, you know, like on set, it feels like I love a movie where it's like it, it it's mature in that it's like you don't have to believe that we're actually in the Marvel universe. Yeah, we are. We are. This is a play, and these are the players, and these are the scenes, and they uh, they the 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 um the landscapes and the places where the where where they're performing start to feel more like uh. I don't know how to describe like places in your mind. Yeah. More they like uh they more like a subconscious 
things more well, than like actual places. You know what I mean? Does yeah. that make any sense? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Almost it's, like a Jungian manifestation of ideas and thoughts. And well, it's like a, it's like every every scene's kind of like compartmentalized, where it'll be like it's a it's a road with trees on both sides, and they the camera stays super tight so you can't see to the left or the right. Like they're right. like we're on the road between the trees. Yes. Like they just keep it so you're not. There'll be like a scene on the beach, and it'll be so foggy that you can just see like the the character in the middle of it. And then you can't really see behind him. Yeah. And they're like, we're just keeping you right. All you need to do is listen to this guy's essentially monologue. Right. So we're not going to be like, and look at the tree in the back. Like none yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. Which was awesome, I thought. And then, uh, yeah, dude, I, I really liked That's, I mean, that's what I liked about it is so it's just about like two or three themes. There's yes. not a lot going on, but the themes are universal. Of, and there's like a limited number of characters. Yeah. You're not like being introduced to like, it's not like Star Wars where you're introduced to like. No. 50 like, well. We gotta expand the universe, so you, you need is, to know who Greedo's cousin uh -oh, is. Oh, Boba Fett maids here. You know, <laughs> she cleans his armor. You're like, this show sucks. <laughs> I don't want to hear about Boba Fett's accountant. Turn this off. <laughs> Sorry, I yelled at I yelled at somebody about Boba Fett like a day. I ago. love you that you also didn't put the uh, the Caucasian possessive form of it. You said Boba Fett maid. Boba Fett maid. <laughs> that Boba Fett maid. Is that Boba Fett maid? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That was not intentional. That was me. Did just I, is having that, a stroke? Is that correct? The Caucasian possessive form. Probably. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely... I'm going to teach a class, a course called Real English. <laughs> R-E-E-L. It's about movie dialogue. Yeah. So we're safe. No, it's about, uh, <laughs> it's about fishing terminology. Yeah. We don't want people calling it a lure, you dummies. Yeah. It's called um, fish gut. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I, dude, I loved it. Because I'm like yeah. an Ingmar Bergman freak. Yeah. And that's it's interesting you said you were like, oh, this a this uh this uh tragedy of Macbeth, the Joel Cohen yeah. one, you're like, this is like an A twenty four movie. Hundred well, dude, they're yeah. okay. So here's I was excited to talk about this part. It's an awesome movie. There's all these but the A twenty four thing that I noticed is occasionally they'll have a guy because a lot of it's you know, it's based on the place that they're just doing long monologues. And there will be a guy and he'll be like in like a the whole scene is him doing a Macbeth monologue while also being in like I don't know like a Billie Eilish music video you know what I mean like he's like he's like standing and his knees above his head and he's like looking out at it or it looks like a Marilyn Manson kind of mu music video the creepy guy are you talking about the weird sisters no with them and also just like they'll cut to that like weird blonde kid oh yeah yeah and yeah. the whole frame just looks like dude if I didn't know what this was I'd be like this is a like a My Chemical Romance video or some yeah. some like a twenty four thing where it's like a very yeah. modern part yeah, yeah. of it well I there's think none of that in kurosawa no there's none of this like weird slinky androgynous character i shit. like the slinky androgynous shit i liked it too but it's but definitely like a, a hallmark yeah well here's the deal man is it's like a24 is kind of retcon to that shit but that's like a th those like that and uh the uh what's the the lighthouse yeah the lighthouse th that's what immediately struck me it was like oh this is a lot like the lighthouse yeah. in terms of like themes and tone and like it's even monochrome like the yeah. lighthouse but uh those movies are uh they're 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 jacking that from uh ingmar bergman if you go back and look at his movies uh it's all that like like the the sets and like black and white and like even the the weird sisters uh when she's standing there in her cloak it looks like uh this scene from the seventh seal which is this movie about like death and the apocalypse yeah. and like uh like a uh, like a seal trying to find his family. It's like seal, Finding Nemo. Yeah. Finding it's like Nemo March of the Penguins. It yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like March of the Penguins, but uh, the Night of the Templar. Seventh Seal. It's, it's, yeah. Seal trying to get home. Yeah. March of the Templars. Uh, but it's yeah. like it's like uh, uh, if March of the Penguins, but they commit a genocide. Yeah. In the Middle Eastern. Nation. Which actually, I heard that there's rumors that that is what happens and. Like That's you, in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's the, the subtext. On the cutting. Talk about floor. an inconvenient truth. <laughs> you know what I mean. Those penguins killed everybody. Uh, but yeah, no, I do get like you watch it and it, it's it's weird to you're like oh yeah they're, they're doing some a twenty four shit. There's but it's like a twenty four just ripping off whoever came before yeah. that. You know? Also, I think if I if you told me like you can pick one, I don't know what do you like studio or conglomerate and see their movies. A twenty four is really good. Yeah. They're up there. I'm not knocking, yeah. but it's it's such a fun like I like that that's a thing where you're like oh yeah this would be in a modern movie. There's yeah. gonna be someone who's standing in an impossible like yoga pose being like it's coming and you're yeah. like all right <laughs> yeah 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 i like that stuff though i don't like so i feel like even within the a24 stuff there's like there's like that there's like yeah. the monochrome black and white the witch and ingmar bergman and then the uh 
or not Emar, but the uh, the lighthouse and the uh, the what's the one? hereditary. Like I, didn't I like see that one. I like those guys. Yeah. And then I like uh, what do you call it? Uh, First Reformed. First Reformed rules. Like they're these like very stern, mature male movies that are like you know yeah that have some art elements in them and are kind of like uh odes to these other old like art directors the stuff in a24 i don't like is like the like the zola project you know what i mean like the like i'm not even girl boss like glitter lens flare sunburst like that shit i haven't seen any of those which is probably why i'm not even it's a mom in a hotel yeah and with her how's she gonna make it yeah that <laughs> shit i hate that shit yeah, yeah yeah i always think about that where it's like okay with with um, room <laughs> and we never and it's about a woman in a room <laughs> <laughs> like i don't like that joke no, that's a dude that's a i was thinking about that exact yeah. thing where it's like in a okay in an old movie like that like a movie set in the old time yeah he's like dude i fucking killed this guy and now they're gonna kill me like, yeah those are the stakes right in modern movies set in modern times the stakes are like mm, but who am i and you're like, who gives a shit? I don't know. Is anyone <laughs> yeah. going to kill you with a sword? Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Like, that's what's so funny about... <laughs> Macbeth. Yeah, like, Macbeth's got real problems. Yeah. And then the people in, like, I don't even... Half the movies I haven't even seen. And he speaks real English. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, I watched a movie like Peanut Butter Falcon. They had to, like, <laughs> smuggle, like, a kid with, like, Down syndrome. Like, that was the movie. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, these are kind of real stakes, but it's also kind of like, you could just bring them back. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, this is... Macbeth, there's, like, real stakes. <laughs> yeah. He's not... He can't be like, I did... Okay, he's I did a, kill yeah, everybody. Yeah, he's... There, it starts out, and they're like, we're we're at war with Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. And do they execute the guy who, like, had his position before him? Yeah, like, we just killed a former you. It's yeah. Like, Jesus. He was a traitor to yeah. Denmark. It, yeah, and then they kill him, and I love in the scene where they, like, offer Macbeth the sword to cut his head off, and he denies it. Yeah, he's like, guys, I'm trying beginning. to sleep. Yeah, and he's also like, oh, that's a little creepy, but by the end of it, he's yeah. such a different guy. Like, oh, we should have to mention it's Denzel Washington. Yeah. He's so good. And they're in there. He crushes it, dude. Yeah. Well, he he's fucking the, he, crushes it. He crushes it, but he's one of those actors where he's so famous that at certain points, like, I'll be like, this dude is who's talking to him. It's an old. This man's on fire. I'll be like, <laughs> he's going to Pelican Bay. No, I'll be like, this is an old Scottish lord. And then Denzel will say something. I'll just be like, that's just Denzel Washington being badass. Like, you know what I mean? I kind of like that. Though. I love it, dude. Yeah, it's yeah, a great it's part. Cool, but yeah. it, he cannot, like, he's not. He's too famous and also too black for me not to be like, hey, that's not Macbeth. That, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, I loved it. I it's can't cool. stop thinking about DeHerm meeting Macbeth and be like, ooh, Macbeth. <laughs> Snake needs a Listerine or something. Dude, I... <laughs> a bread mint. Icebreaker. He, uh... Tic Tac. <laughs> I, dude, I loved... Like, here, here's my, like, uh... You know, you kind of you kind of filter the world to fit a narrative you believe already. Um, <laughs> when I watched it, I was like, I like that. To me, the message, especially like when you know the famous famous speech, is like life is nothing. It's just like you go on stage, you signif- you know, sound and fury signifying nothing. A story told by an idiot, like being right. like life is pointless. Right. And I then, think that's why Kurosawa really zeroed in on Macbeth because those that's a big theme in his movies. Yeah. yeah. Although Ikaru, like you could argue. That's making the same point and the opposite point. Whatever. Correct, you know, yeah. but, uh, well, it's like the positive nihilism thing where it's like yeah. nothing matters, therefore everything matters. 100%. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I liked it because it's like – and then you know, I'm, I, the whole idea of like the thing that fucks this guy is he's just this like gross ambition where it's like why, why did you kill the king? Like why did you do all this? This wasn't – you were like striving for what, man? Like, so And the that, answer is because his wife suggested it. Kind of. <laughs> Kind. Although I was okay. Eve. To be fair, I mean, there's definitely the funniest road of just like, God, you meddling lady. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, to be fair, it's no, like, that's that's an oversimplification of. But the, it's not. It, there is definitely so many things that dudes do that either a woman directly manipulated them. Like, you need to make more money, or to they a, were just like, I want to be more in her eye, or I want to impress right. women, or like some some idea in their own head. It's like the Chris Rock bit. He's like, if a man could fuck a woman in a cardboard box he would yeah but you can't do that so you buy pillows and yeah. comfy things and yeah you gotta live up to even if it's just like what a you bed f- frame or whatever i uh, do the bed frame fucking i thought i had a bed and then this girl's like that's not a bed frame it's just like a bed you built that doesn't have a headboard and you're like is that not a fucking bed frame yeah yeah is that not i, I love i love whenever like liberal girls are like you need to buy a bed frame from Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Like, you need oh. to make a slave build a bed for you. <laughs> yeah. And then get it shipped here by a different slave. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a lady. You're like, get the fuck. No. Get out of here. 
That's that's our Amazon. She's like, but I believe in socialism. You're like, what? Yeah, I I Amazon to Che Guevara fucking hat because I'm an idiot who doesn't understand how that works. Um, (laughs) I fucking lost the train. No, it's like uh, sorry. The the woman train to misogynism. I don't, dude. I think this is all fair. It's like no, no, no. She wants power in an evil way. He wants power in an evil way, and the overarching message is just like. You idiots! Like just, right. just be like. I and he's a decent person in the beginning of the movie, and he has a way better life on all accounts. And then by the end of the movie, I mean he gets killed. He yeah. gets his head cut off, which is badass. Right. Uh, his wife kills herself. Right. He like is super. He ends up murdering his friend, who's right. his friend in the beginning. There's some weird little kid who's gonna kill him someday if this other guy doesn't kill. Him. Like it's just all bad, and it's like this. Banquo's son. Yeah, great name by the way, Banquo. I hope that comes back. Yeah, um, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> There's just all this bad shit, and it all came from, like, this guy just having this, like, ambition that's sort of built on nothing. Like, he didn't... He was already a powerful guy. He already had a great life. What What is this? Yeah. Like, why did you do that? I think that's yeah, an interesting... Yeah, I think it's, a, it's an interesting, like, the allure of power. Yeah. It, it, it uh... What was it, like, ultimate power corrupts ultimately? Is yeah. Is that the quote? It's like, power it's, corrupts, ultimate power corrupts ultimately, or something like that. Yeah, Absolute it's power. like, it... The allure of it destroys everyone in the narrative yeah and that's dude, and but uh um it's just how how it manifests in in different ways yeah know? um i do think it's interesting um so when you first meet the weird sisters and they tell her like okay what's up mcbreath Ugh, listerine get a breath mint icebreaker tic tac something <laughs> whenever mcbreath they're like she, she's like and your shoes whose are those look at your appearance you know what are these whose are those um so he's like okay so she gives him the prophecy of that he will one day be the king yeah and then she tells his boy he's like she's like you'll be great too but not as good as this guy. in front of them both but she's also like his son though yeah will Rise to power. It's the meddling lady number one in this right. in this play. So, what does she like represent in the real world? Like, how do we do that? What? How does? How are you like made privy to the possibility of power in real life? Because I was thinking like the phone is almost like social. Like if you wanted to extend it far enough, like social media giving you an insight into like the lifestyles of the rich and the famous that you can never ultimately obtain. Yeah. Or before like, phones, just like advertising. the knowledge that you could, or advertising the knowledge that you could seize this power capitalism in general. Yeah. The knowledge that you could climb your way up this ladder. Um, yeah. Do, do, you, do you know what I mean? Is this, I do. Like, is this clear enough? Uh, yeah. It's, an it's, association I'm to draw to think, or is this like who, I don't know who she is, but it's like, it, I, it almost is like she's speaking to this inherent thing where it's like, in our hierarchy, especially like an yeah. old one like that everybody's goal is the next step which right. is not like if you're if you're zoomed out and you're not one of those people you're like well the best thing for like the most people like the people who are right. being governed is probably like some stability like right. you want people to be able to achieve and move up but you don't want like just k- people murdering each other for right. personal gain which is what she's like inciting so i don't know if she's like i don't know who she represents but she's just kind of like to me like that idea of like you're supposed to move up the next rung and it doesn't matter who you knock off or any of that right it, it, it's all, yeah, it, but the knowledge of it, like how that, how the oracle is is uh, presented to you, I think is interesting. Because yeah. um, in the Seventh Seal Bergman's movie, it's like literally the same. She's modeled after that character pretty clearly, like directly. It's the same, but he's more of like a reaper figure. It's a man in a yeah. cloak, and he's uh, having this dialogue with the knight. So it's like it could be death. It could be the human conscious ability to perceive the future i wonder you know if what i mean uh, yeah I, or I, um yeah i don't know people but. like love like like you know how like uh like the battle of thermopylae they're like they go to like the the priestess or whatever and she yeah. gives them a prophecy like there's all these stories of like prophecies that are like fortune cookie prophecies where it's like yeah depending on how you read them <laughs> yeah like different shit like fortune cookie prophecies are stupid because they just they're so open-ended that of right. course it will come true yeah and these ones are like not as much like that but that's what a lot of prophecies like people seem to like them because they leave you like mystery as to what's going to happen and then you get that satisfaction of like oh i see how it all yeah connects so i wonder if it's just like a storytelling great, like a great yeah, one all, but yeah that says something about like it's like the odyssey is great storytelling because it kind of also mimics like the the rhythm of life yeah. itself or maybe this you idea I mean? of like um you know like predetermination where it's like if someone tells you like you're gonna die in a panda attack 
Yeah. And you like fight. You spend your whole life. Predetermination is a great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you spend your whole life trying to avoid pandas. Right. And then like one day a panda finds out and he comes to your house. Like that's the reason. It's like this idea of whatever you do. You can think you're in control of life, but you really aren't. You're like right. destined to have this happen, which I think is what people probably think and thought for most of. It might be death. Now that I think about it, yeah, death maybe. itself. It's a lot. It's a lot to chew on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it, you made a great point. Like even in the Battle of Thermopylae, like, um, the weird sisters are of course based on the three fates yeah. in Greek mythology, um, which are um, Migos. The Migos. Uh, the Migos. It's Quavo, Quavo. Offset. And that would have been better if I could have named the three. Yeah. I was just like, I know there's three in there. And Will I Am. I forget. The- <laughs> no. And so. Uh, Fergie and yeah, the yeah. other two. Um, so in that, um, in the Greek metaphor, the three sisters are spinning the wheel, yeah. the thread. And then one of the sister will cut the thread whenever somebody's life ends. Yeah. It's the so, first like unplugging. Yeah. They're like, cut, pull, pull, pull the plug. He's not sick. So they're like spinning the weave or whatever, the wheel. Yeah. It's on a wheel. So uh, yeah, Kurosawa's Oracle is doing that. Kurosawa's Oracle is doing like this hilarious, like, I know he is doing that, but yeah. it looks like he's like spinning like a street grill. You know what I mean? Like, he's <laughs> like, I got to turn the rotisserie. And you're like, what the fuck? What are you doing? And he's playing like a like a flute he made or a, a, yeah. a whatever that crappy guitar is. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh, no, no. It's, I, I really like that part. But it's, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think, why is it so spooky when someone just like talks and whispers? And it's like, I think because if you're whispering, inherent in whispering is like, if somebody else hears this, we're fucked. Like, there's like a danger. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't whisper. You know what I mean? It's like, if somebody else hears this, shit's going to go bad, which is automatically scary. Yeah, don't tell your parents. That's why whispering is <laughs> scary. I've solved why whispering is scary to me. Because yeah. something's up. Yeah. I think everybody else probably knew uh, have that. Have you ever met a loud pedophile? No. <laughs> no, not. I can say unequivocally I have not. Uh, yeah, it, no pedophiles in this movie, which is great. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the scene in Tragedy... Which part of Mac- are you disagreeing with? That tra- it's great or that there aren't? <laughs> that there might be some pedophiles. <laughs> okay. The scene in Tragedy of Macbeth where, the, where they find the little boy in the, in the wheat field... Where he finally oh, finds him and he yeah. looks over him and he's like looming over him. Dude, they it's do a such a great nature. uh job in that whole movie of just like like they're j- it's it's like simple shit, but it's just like dead on shots or these yeah. like that's just the framing is so intentional and it's yeah. like it, whatever it might be like manipulative to your brain, but it's awesome. It's part, that's what art is supposed to do. It's supposed yeah. to be like I'm conveying this to you. Yeah, it's and not make, sitcom I think he camera. nailed. I think he nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like inviting you into the world to explore. They're like, this is what I'm showing you. And, and that not, is what like, that's what a play was. It was like that there, there wasn't just this like uh, ability to just uh, consume art endlessly in the Shakespearean yeah. time. You just, you went to the play, what, like once a fucking year Do probably? Do you know there's a, there's a Macbeth curse? You're not supposed to say Macbeth in theaters? Why is that? Because apparently like uh, uh, people who would, theater houses that would like, I don't know if they're called theater houses, theaters that would perform Macbeth. Yeah. Like, kept going out of business. And then, like, I don't know, because theater nerds weren't nerdy enough. They were like, it's a curse! And now you're not supposed to say it. Really? Yeah. I mean, this is a I'm going to do it every time we do a theater. I don't think it applies Macbeth, to Macbeth, us. Macbeth, Macbeth, Macbeth! I don't think we're it applies. We're never coming back here. Because already, I say Macbeth all the time in my set, and it's yeah. been fine. I, I would like to go back to that theater in fucking Knoxville and say Macbeth. Those crowds <laughs> fucking sucked. God damn, Do you want to spend... 30 seconds and just say the theater crowd that you hated the most did that one Knoxville yeah well, uh, I was like well, I was so stoked too dude I'm a fucking Vols fan I'm going yeah. to see UT Kentucky tonight at, or UT Vandy and there and the, I was like man we're doing I just did I did the theater I shouldn't be doing I shouldn't be just it's shitting fine. no it's yet. fine you can do, I'll, I'll, but I'll, the first crowd the second crowd was great but yeah. the first crowd was like dog shit dude it's so ups- I think the reason you get so upset at bad crowds and awesome venues is because you're like we could have had yeah you fucking fumbled it dude we yeah, could have had yeah, yeah. a great to be fair it's like whatever they're still seating when i'm on there and i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. The but well, who is... cares anyway um, um my least yeah. favorite fort worth texas fort worth texas just want to get that out there yeah uh honky tonk honky tonk honky tonk uh anyway wait it was a honky tonk it was a... like two thousand people so i'm but in a it honky was tonk? You know, the world's largest honky tonk <laughs> oh, and right before i went up the headliner i was with went just so you know this is my least favorite place in the world to do comedy and then i, I just he just sent me out there and I was like, God damn, dude. I mean, it was it was fine, but there was a lot of yelling uh, at me. And none of it was like, we hope you do great. We think you're straight. Like, none of it was that. <laughs> it was 
the opposite. We like the way you look, generally speaking. We don't think you look weird. <laughs> yeah. It's not clear you're not from here, and we don't think you suck. It's like, all right, dude, this... <laughs> Thank you, Texas. Thank you. Thank you, Texas. So, uh, yeah, I love that Kurosawa's guy, like, it, he was like, I'm not doing three weird sisters. I'm doing one creepy Japanese guy. One creepy one man. One ghostly old Japanese man singing a song about how life is meaningless. That's yeah. such a that's such a Kurosawa move. That's yeah. literally Ikaru, like, it reminded me of him being in the, singing the song when he's like sitting on the bench and yeah, like freezing the, to death. Yeah. The most beautiful scene in the entire history. The most of beautiful the world. thing. And it, any any the something about like the audio and you're right like the whisper singing like it just immediately talk about like showing you something and conveying exactly what yeah. he's wanting you to feel masterfully. It's like a hypnotic effect it has on you. And he stays in the pocket. This scene is so long. And it's all like those so it's like okay, Ikaru's based on uh, a Tolstoy short story. And then this is based on a Shakespeare short story. And it's like all these great people who are like involved in art, especially like later in life, seem to come to this point of like, I need to say something about the fact that the human condition seems to be none of this fucking matters at all. Right. And in, and, but like then there's some like moral point to that where it's like because it doesn't matter, I don't know. They all have different interpretations. But it's, it's funny that that is such, I wonder, especially like as we get older, is that going to be a thing that just looms in your head where you're like, Dude, how can this thing be this cool and broad and like crazy and experience and right. mean nothing? Yeah, and it probably does. You know what I mean? It's like that's crazy to think about. Even um, the sympathy for Mr. Vengeance had a yeah. The the other the movie we watched um, the other day that had a little bit of the same thing, right? It had some of the same themes, especially the same theme in Macbeth and sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is just like this, the uh, cyclical nature of life. Yeah, that it's just all kind of like. Pepsi blue, Pepsi yellow. Pepsi, Pepsi blue, Pepsi, Pepsi yellow. yellow. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I put it. I made it. I just pulled up my notes. Yeah. I wasn't just on my phone. I pulled up my notes for Macbeth, and I put uh, that goddamn flute. <laughs> I was oh, talking about so the good that thing he was playing. I'm gonna pull my notes. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll find we'll find the gems that we had in the thing. But it was. Uh, how'd you like the the end of it? Were you satisfied? Were you sad for the guy? Who did you empathize for Macbeth with? or sympathy for Mr. Vengeance? Uh, Macbeth. Were you like whose team were you on? Uh, I don't. You don't end up being on anybody's team by the end of it. Kind of like sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. You're I, like I might have been on some teams. I don't know. You kind of just go, oh man. By the end of it, because the true end of it is that um, you realize that um, the child is going to kill McDuff or whatever his name is. Yeah. No, well, no, he's going to kill the other the the weird kid. Yeah, the kid who is the original king's son. Yeah, I call him. He's, isn't he weird kid in Game of Thrones? He is, uh, no, he is, um, the, uh, he's Dudley in Harry Potter. Oh, this is the second Dudley time Dursley. we've had this talk. I thought yeah. he was Ramsey from that thing. No, he's Dudley Dursley. And, uh, so basically here's like a short overview. So, uh, Macbeth kills the king yeah. and then he allegedly becomes the king. Yeah. Well, first he becomes the Lord of whatever after that. Yeah. He's like the crone of Thane or some shit. He becomes the Thane. Yeah. And then he's like, well, now that I'm a Thane, if I kill the king, I become the king. So then his wife poisons his mind and tells him to eat the apple. And it's, like, confusing why she does, because she doesn't... I don't really know what she gets. I guess she, she gets to be the queen. Yeah. But it's like she's already in charge of literally every person she meets. Yeah. Like, and it's also... Out. It's not as simple as... I think even Shakespeare was shedding some light on, like, that Macbeth is, like... He wants her to want him to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like he wants, he's almost seeking in her like the confidence to make this decision that he himself wants to. Yeah, there's there's definitely some of that when you think like, about it. It's like that. It's just like a fucked up relationship where they are both yeah. like, do it. Do yeah. It. And then uh, I love um, what's her name, Francis D McDormand. Dorman, yeah, I don't know. Frances McDormand, I think, yeah. is her name. She's fucking phenomenal. She's really good. It, she crushes. She's in, in a bunch of stuff where she's great. Yeah, she was in uh, French Dispatch too, and fucking crushed it. Really? Crushes, dude. And uh, she just plays this like cold like writer who's yeah. like fucking Timothy Chalamet, like a younger kid. Her face is it's awesome. Her face is like built to convey certain emotions where you're like, I can't even handle how much like the, the, like the disappointment and the like. Oh my god, the, the it, fear and ugh, yeah. It's like the true manifestation of all things matronly, like guilt yeah. and disappointment and shame and like psychosis and like yeah, dude. Her her when when whenever she later starts to lose her mind in the courtyard while she's sleepwalking yeah god it's that f scene is fucking nut i like the whole nut. uh i like the whole like 
so he, she goes crazy. He has that scene at dinner in both movies where he like is basically confronted by a ghost and freaks him. Yeah. And it's like the idea that, you know, if you do this shit, part of the price will be just like, you're never going to get peace from your own yeah. brain from it. So it's like, you can do all, you can do whatever you want, but like, you can't, there's really no free rides with any of this shit. Like, yeah. no matter how devious you want to be. That's a, such a great scene when it finally, when he snaps. Yeah. In, in Tragedy of Macbeth, it's like literally funny when he's like fighting with that crow. Yeah. Like, is there anything more futile than like swap? No. Like swipe, swiping at a bird and a crow. I think that's what happens at the real Macbeth too. There's definitely some bird like recurring motif. The final yeah. scene where the it's crow, just yeah. a, like a CGI flood of birds, and you're like, yeah. oh my and the, god. And the the weird sister is like crow like. Yeah. Dude, her performance is nuts. The too. weird sister. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even. It's so weird. It's so hard to even like. It's so different than everybody else that it's you're like judging it on like a different scale. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's she is like acting her ass off, dude. Yeah, but she's she's got that toe. She's got like a thumb oh, in her dude. between her toes. Yeah, you're like, why am I hard right now? I'm like, what campsite is this? Dude? <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't want to be on this one at all. And then, uh, yeah, I love. And then, um, the, in the Kurosawa version, just I'm I'm not familiar with the actress's name, but or the actor, whatever you say now, and uh, she uh, she's haunting as fuck too. She's like the, downright the scary. The wife, yeah. Lady, also, Lady Macbeth in the Kurosawa version is fucking creepy. There's that, also that, like, like a, euphoria makeup. God damn. And there's like a, this like what I'm sure this is like not the right thing to say, but it's like whenever someone is speaking in a different language, right? Especially if they're being like mean or manipulative, I just feel like really uh, they feel scary because I like you, there's like a thing where you're like I don't I know I couldn't be like no let's talk about it. you know what I mean it's yeah. like. They're just this creepy the, force. Oh, yeah. that, is, no, that is something interesting about watching something. The language barrier adds another layer of fear. Yeah, when she's because, just like, kill this guy, but I don't know what she's saying. Yeah. Well, I just what is it. fear of the dark if not like the lack of knowing or understanding? In, I've never been afraid of the dark. In terms of, yeah, well, that, that makes yeah. a lot of sense because you sleep with a nightlight. Well, that's not a nightlight. That's mm, not a nightlight. That's not a, adding up. It's a recovery. Follow the money. Release the emails. It's a recovery light. Lock her up! It's not a nightlight. It's a recovery light because my if you're... Your eye's a muscle, and it, I, I'm working out a lot. It doesn't matter what the light's for, dude. Anyway, so... <laughs> it's not a nightlight. <laughs> it's a nightlight. God damn it. It's a nightlight. Uh, yeah, there is a weird and thing it's, about... It is a, it's a Basset Hound nightlight. I love that dog. Okay, there was a weird thing, too, where the Kurosawa one, it's like... Uh, anytime... It, I had that moment where... The thing that's awesome about the Shakespeare Macbeth A24 one... You're getting to hear actual Shakespeare, and right. like the writing is still crazy. Like, like right. there's just lines where you're like, "God damn!" Yeah, and the, the fact that it rhymes, the dialogue is, is beautiful. Nuts. Yeah, um, and it's like you don't get that in the Japanese version. And I had that moment because I've been reading a lot of like Russian stuff too, where it's like you're just gonna miss so many little artistic flourishes and choices that people make if you don't speak the language, and you're yep. limited to one. Like, right. if you're, I mean, I guess not, but. You're not going to learn that many at the level of fluency that, like, you and I are very yep. fluent in English because we do stand-up. And stand-up's, right. like, right. word choice and word – it's all this well, I'm shit. I'm fluent in a few languages, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's true. Uh, but <laughs> it's like you just have these limits on what you're ever going to be able to experience right. in other languages. And that's kind of like a sad – it's a, it's a thing sad to realize. Thing. Well, that's what the specifically Russians are more aware of. It's like, yeah, you don't get to enjoy it, and that's yeah. just part of life because life is suffering because we live in the cold. It's too cold, and we breed dogs to chase off the wolves, and we murder yeah everybody. And uh, that was Tar uh, Tarkovsky's big thing. He's like one of my favorite directors. That's his big the dog breeding. No, the not. <laughs> he was like, I we know. breed dogs. I'm like, what he about was, your movie? Yeah, he was a Michael Vick truther. No, he uh, <laughs> at least the dogs. <laughs> uh, no, he was like, no, you can't truly like translate foreign art. Like you can't. Yeah. It, it can't actually ever be done. No, you ever. Read... And then later in his life, he made like movies in like Swedish, I think, or something. So yeah, he was like, like a... these are gonna fucking suck, dude. Yeah, I'm mailing these in. Yeah, he's phoning it in. I wonder though, there's so much, especially like you know, Macbeth and Shakespeare are so foundational. Like they've been translating all these languages. It's like. It's kind of lucky we got English because that's one of the main guys. Yeah. I'm sure there's other main guys I don't even know about, but he's a big guy. <laughs> Billy S. Dude, I love the scene in, the scene in uh, Kurosawa when Macbeth is freaking out. He's just like fighting with the shadow. He's just like literally like fighting a man who's not there. And yeah. then the guy's watching him like, ooh. It reminded me of the stuff that you say about Stalin. 
I don't say anything about Stalin, and I certainly don't endorse him. No, like, uh, the people around him are just like they have to like sit and watch him do this, dude, and just so not saying the, say anything. And they get like deranged by power. Like the end of Stalin's life, Stalin has a stroke in yeah. uh, his little like summer home. Beautiful, um, and he. <laughs> So he's got also, meanwhile, like in the same time period, he's been in, uh, like basically doing a program like trying to like exterminate Jewish people of all, in right. all the jobs. And there's a lot of Jewish doctors in Russia. So he's been pr- like prosecuting all these doctors. It's like they're like sham trials. He's just sending them to camps. Right. Um, and so he has a stroke and he might survive. He might do okay mm. if they get medical care. But all his psycho advisors and people under him, A, they kind of want him to die because he might kill them mm. and B they're like we're not calling doctors in here because if he come, if he survives he'll be like you brought the doctors in here they're trying to kill me this is part of a plot I'm killing everybody right so he literally like sits in piss for like 20 <laughs> hours and he's just got this one like country nurse who like doesn't realize that he's like a mass murderer and she's like he was always a sweet boy and, like he's a murderer uh, and he just dies and like they, they eventually call the doctors but like the doctors are being like watched by like three guards who are being watched by like three guards and it's like this is how distorted and crazy your life gets mm. when you're this evil when like everybody who helps you 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 use it as like ooh I can use that to circle back that's what Macbeth does them. with Banquo yeah yeah he eventually kills him and then tries to hunt down his son yeah it leads to nothing No, nobody ever I don't think like I don't know I mean when you read the, the biography of Stalin it's like I don't think that worked out i know he had ultimate power and did all sorts of crazy shit but it's like i think those are miserable the quest for power just is this cycle of it's bad yeah 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 i it's uh started off this little mini series being like vengeance rules and you're starting to, uh, the more movies you watch about it you're like oh, oh yeah God, well it's that's so dark. usually like we start with the stupidest take we have yeah and then we like work back and are like damn people might have some points like, <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i still think in a weird way, the in, the vengeance guy's still right in this one. Like right. Macbeth getting killed is vengeance. Right. Which is, and also they cut his head off, and it's they awesome. cut his head off. Not in the Kurosawa one. No, and you'd think. I mean, I, if you yeah. if you made me bet which movie has a head cut off, yeah, I would have gone the Japanese. Movie. I would have gone, yeah, one hundred percent. But it's not. I know, dude. The upset. camera work is like insane in the Kurosawa one for the time. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. Insane. You remember that first scene where they're like they're riding through the woods mm-hmm. and then it's like it zooms in on him and like follows him like through the woods like, yeah how did they do this back then i have no idea yeah it speeds up there's a shot that like speeds up yeah 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 and you're like what was that how'd you do that well i know how you do it now on adobe premiere you yeah, just yeah. clip it and go but i mean Set back vector? then it's like yeah. how did you i don't i no idea no idea you'd have to like lick the film and like slight you know yeah. like all the camera tricks you had to do back then uh but the the scene where Macbeth dies, or his name's not Macbeth in this. His name is uh, uh, Washizu. Washizu. Yeah, and uh, which is Japanese for Macbeth. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it translates one directly. One. It's perfect. It's a one to one. Yeah, I, what you do in Japanese, I, it's I know a little bit about it. You anytime you have a W, flip it upside down. <laughs> it's a, it's a simple language, really. It's like the wombo. It's a lot like the wombo. <laughs> the wombo in SpongeBob. That's actually they go day one Japanese class. Who here knows about the Wombo? Yeah, uh, it's Wombology, SpongeBob. It's first grade. Um, so, um, in the in the Macbe- in tragedy of Macbeth, Macduff just cuts Denzel's head off clean. Yeah, and the shot and the ca- the crown goes flying, and you're like, oh yeah, showed you, showed you. But in the in Mac- in uh, Kurosawa's one, it's like this drawn out scene where he's getting shot by arrows. Oh, dude, you and remember he's, that? It's awesome. It's, it's, it's the best scene in the movie. It's less glorious, which I think is a like a weird like sort of revenge thing where it's like you don't get to just get your head copped, chopped off in like single combat. You gotta yeah. like try to flee down like it's a, like in the Sopranos when he's like it won't be cinematic. Yeah, dude, he's <laughs> on like the Donkey Kong level. You know where like yeah. Mario's trying to jump all the barrels. Yeah. He's trying to like get down that, and yeah. they're shooting arrows, and he's like, oh. oh it does feel like a losing shot. in a Mario Party mini game where you're yeah. just slowly getting fucked, and it just starts cascading. You become overcome by like three or four people. Yeah, it's awesome. And he just gets shot to death. And also, I love like uh, that the woods has since the, the first guy saw woods been a metaphor for like scary place to find your way through that is confusing and a metaphor for life it's right. like ah, oh, i just want to be okay <laughs> yeah. and i like that like that what's the prophecy they're like you're gonna be fine until the woods come to fuck you and the guy's like i'm fine yeah and then people are like 
put a branch on your helmet and like, <laughs> like, it's like oh yeah they use like the trees yeah. that scene in in the tragedy of, in both movies is awesome but in the tragedy of Macbeth when they have like the trees yeah it's pretty cool it's awesome I will say just from like a just like a stickler point it always made me laugh the idea that like people would put trees on them and then march up and you wouldn't go it's guys with trees <laughs> you'd be like nah it's shit man it's the whole forest it's like this that that's clearly not the forest dude it's a climate change metaphor <laughs> green party was on it yeah uh i like also in kurosawa's movie like at the beginning when him and the banquo character his name's miki in the kurosawa one and that one you take it, the m and you turn it, you turn it, on the you turn it the other way it's the same thing yeah <laughs> it's perfect you just rotate it uh, you find me an example that doesn't yeah, work it's Send a it flawless in logic one. it's not logic it's, how, it's the rules of the language <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a Japanese actually is like a very logical language. I know, clearly. Yeah, but anyway, uh, <laughs> it's based on rotations, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they uh, at the the beginning scene after they get the prophecy, like it shows them hanging out and being boys. You know. Yeah. They're like cracking a cold one open, like after they're after they de- defeated the they've come back from war. Like it really shows how how hard it turns when you're like boys with somebody and then how power will like yeah make you destroy them also you don't see him in the curse all when you don't see uh Macbeth or washizu killing anybody no and he's like a better guy it's to an me. interesting choice yeah like washizu the whole time is a character where you're like a he like seems to be more agitated by the <laughs> idea of doing it his wife right. has to like really push him yeah he's more empathetic character for sure yeah he's like guiltier the whole time yeah and yeah he, like uh, Denzel makes this like heel turn, which is awesome yeah, to watch. But it's you're like, he really becomes a villain. Yeah, you like, want him to die by the end. Yeah, yeah, you're like, dude, you're evil. You're yeah. pure evil, dude. And when they come to, um, they, when they come for Macduff's wife and kid. Oh, dude, dude. And that then, that performance too. When he tells the other guy tells Macduff that Macbeth killed his kids is oh, like yeah. intense. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I never think kids are good in movies, but watching a little kid do Shakespeare and not fuck it up, I was like, that kid's pretty good. It's impressive as yeah. fuck. Oh, dude, that scene where they like throw him into like a, a like essentially just like a pit of smoke and fire. You're like, yeah. oh my God. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's so funny because the other guy comes and he's like, you guys doing all right? And then yeah. he sees the, the people riding in out of the window. He's like, all right, I think I got to take off oh, now. Well, you know what? Uh, I drive for Uber, so I got to get, get out of here. Yeah. And they're like, are we okay? Are we straight? He's like, yeah, yeah, no, you're good. Dude, you're good. it is so crazy to think that's how it used to happen yeah you'd be in a castle and you'd be like we're probably fine and then like you'd look outside and you'd be like we're all gonna die like it's just like in that that quickly yeah. you're just like well that's the end of our whole life uh <laughs> shit because we played this wrong i was thinking about that in both movies we watched like that again like we we're talking about like you know like honor doesn't really get any people think it's like a stupid value right but again man back then when like there's no way to communicate so much of how you would have to navigate the world is based on like trust right you need people to have principles like the Mm. only thing that's why it would be such a big deal and i think that's probably why like everyone was so like oriented around their family because it's like you need people who are like i have these certain principles i will not break because otherwise Mm. you would just be like it's everything's so uncertain and everyone can just shift teams and like you know if you're not near someone they could get killed and then it fucks up the whole thing it's a whole like you need a code back then and i think it's i don't know it's probably bad that we now seem people seem to be like it goes convenience and then my principles and you're like no don't <laughs> the do second that thing almost isn't even existent i know there is yeah. a weird thing too where people are like my principles are whatever they're supposed to be right now and you're yeah. like that i don't feel like you know what this word means i had a whole crazy spiral last night where i was just on my phone too much and i was like looking at all these like people who are like older than me trying to be content creators and yeah. i was like oh my god is this gonna be me in a couple of years like this is so fucking yeah. sad and disturbing and it could be I don't, i'm also i also have no principle I, I don't know yeah i i don't know man i i you know that's one of those ones where it's like Oop, it's also hard too, to oh, looked inside a little too much oh it's put I that mean, back in <laughs> yeah I, I think it's just like it's hard to know if you have principles uh, when you're not like ever tested. Like, what am I? What they're like? Yeah, don't bump people at a mic. Like, I don't know what the fuck are the principles. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's but, a great point. When you're not tested, there's no. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. But I do think, like, I mean, I'm certainly trying to. There are certain things where I'm like, I definitely want to hold the line on that. Kind of feels like there's a great big test coming up for everybody, though, right? Oh yeah. 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 The election. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're matter. the weird uh, sisters. And something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there probably is a test. I don't know what it's gonna be though. Housing market crash. 
we'll be all right in that one. <laughs> you and I will be okay. Yeah. It happened? <laughs> Damn. Should I change like the the little screen in my rented duplex? What's going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do I change the air filter? Okay, I'll do it. I'm on it. Oh man. So I do, favorite parts or performances in uh favorite part. Dude, in, I just like just like seeing Denzel recite Macbeth was is, just it cool rules. as fuck. It's yeah. like I don't care what you ha- I don't care what happened to make this happen. Yeah. That was awesome. It was sick, yeah. Yeah. And he nailed it, too. He, he really, really nailed, nailed it. it, yeah. And just seeing, like, a thing that was, like, thoughtful as far as, like, the cinematography and the way it's shot. Just to, I mean, you're basically just watching, like, something pretty for two hours, which is always a cool thing. So, uh, yeah, my favorite thing was just, like, the idea and the fact that Joel Cohen's, like, dude, he made The Pink Lebowski and Oh Brother Where Art Thou, and now he's making this weird shit. Like, that's awesome. It's aw- it is awesome. Yeah. And it's funny that that's where you come at the yeah. end. It's just, like, strip everything down. We're just doing a play. We're just doing, and we're doing love that. the shortest Shakespeare play about the simplest idea. In a world where there is so much oversaturation of media and world building in universes, he's like, we're taking all that out, and we're just here. In so I world. love The Lighthouse, too. Yeah. Such a great movie to watch. Male friendship. Male friendship. <laughs> that's what that's about, right? Did I miss it? Is that what that is? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, damn, these guys are boys. They moved to That's all I got. I was like, man, I've been on the road with a bunch of people like the, oh. like Willem Dafoe in that movie. Yeah, I've been on the road with Willem Dafoe recently. <laughs> Him and I are doing the Green Goblin live. Yeah. Come on out to it. You'll you'll love it. Uh, the Green Goblin. I'm we'll on slime you. I'm on to Catch me at the Looney Bin Little Rock with the Green Goblin. Yeah, catch me at the... I'll be underground with the Green Goblin. It's a hot show. Yeah, and it's not actually the Green Goblin. It's just a, it's an urban comedian with a 3-6 with a Mafia shirt with yeah. the green skulls on it and calls himself the Green but Goblin. But he is very good. He crushes pussy. Big fan of him, yeah. Um, I loved the scene where uh, the guy from Office Space is running down the hall. Do you know what I'm talking about? Wish, dude. You may use the bathroom during this part or something. The guy who plays uh, Bill Dotrieve, oh. voice actor... <laughs> And the guy from Office Space, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of scenes of people running down halls. I when he like, he is like summoned from his basement because yeah. McDuff is riding to the castle and he's going to greet McDuff. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, it's this dude? He that guy? Yeah. And he's in a lot of Coen Brothers movies. There's a too. lot of actors where you're like, oh, that guy from that movie I liked. Yeah. The casting's awesome. I love that for whatever reason when he's running down the hall and like reciting Shakespeare and he like trips and falls. Yeah. I was just like, that guy was in this movie for like. Two and a half minutes, and he came in and shook ass and left. Like yeah. he crushed that, like that, that acting. And then part. he went home and was like, "What? What was that? Yeah, I hope it's good." I also like whenever he goes in. So when he kills the king, he like he kills all of the king's guards and makes it look like they yeah. killed him. And the, there's a scene where he comes in and then like they do a close up on the king. And yeah, I just thought that was like a beautiful thing. Yeah, I also his kids got to flee after. I love yeah. that. That's like now if your parents die, we're like, are you okay? Yeah. Back then it was like you need to flee because they also might kill you. Yeah, like, you got to get the fuck out of here. It's just such a hardcore. It's so time. hardcore. Oh, dude, I love also the beginning when like the guy is uh, get the very first scene when the dad from the witch is. Uh, I didn't see the witch. You didn't see the witch? No. Oh, you gotta see the witch. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh. They uh the dad from the witch comes in and he's like talking to the king and king and yeah. telling him of the treachery and then the treachery yeah that, I just love that guy's voice dude everybody's it, like just hearing these people do Shakespeare is cool and yeah. sh- you just you realize like whatever maybe this is like the English major thing I took like two classes on Shakespeare Shakespeare is awesome Shakespeare is yeah. like he's a really good when you're like it's boring it's like no you just don't know these words and so it bothers you like look yeah. them up I read you'll uh, be fine I read the what uh. Not the, the there's two set in Venice the one with the Moor, uh, the guy's name. Yeah, I don't remember. I read that, that one in, when I was in Italy. It yeah, was, it was awesome. Dude, we had a class. I remember in college. Uh, there's a scene where this guy's talking about uh, busting a nut. It's like a six line little sonnet about coming, and it's very the obvious. The little death. <laughs> it's so, yeah. He's like, and then like a flower, it explodes, and then it like what? I just remember it was like it was so clearly about that. Yeah. And we had this weird professor who was cool, and he was like, okay, what's this about? And all these, everybody was like, mm. and it's like, it's about, so I remember just being like, coming? And he was like, exactly, come. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? And then later I went on like, I can't even remember what it was. It was like some like missed connections thing in college. Yeah. And there was some girl who was like, I liked you because you said you talked about coming and professor so-and-so. And I was like, oh my God, dude, that's the the best meet cute story of all time. He brought up coming in Shakespeare class and I knew. I want that guy to come on my shoes or whatever. I don't know what she wanted. <laughs> come I on didn't. my clown shoes. We never, 
<laughs> we never met, but I just remember being like, damn, that's a weird way to, it's a weird <sighs> way to meet girls. <laughs> Coming? They're like, you're not in the class right now. I'm like, oh, it's sorry. It worked t- t- 10 years ago. I will say there was some A24 <laughs> stuff. I remember, I remember the movie. Where, like, the king is wearing that, like, cape with the stars on it. Mm-hmm. You remember? That was, like, a very hereditary thing. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's like it's like a little dollhouse. That's, like, like what a, the movie the reviewer is cur- is also wearing. There's yeah. a guy reviewing the movie also wearing that. He's like, these are Nike, whatever Drake's Nike brand. You're like, shut up. I don't want to. Yeah, it's an OVO cape. These are Nocta or whatever the fuck. <laughs> you're like, all right. So, long story short, Macbeth is Kanye. Macduff is Drake. And I'm a straight guy. And you're a straight guy. And... <laughs> Everybody believes that. Everybody believes it, and it's not a nightlight. No, it was sweet, and we'll figure out what Vengeance movie we're going to do next. Yeah. Uh, probably Marley and Me. Probably, yeah, Marley and Me or Dog, the Channing Tatum movie. <laughs> a hot marine and an ugly dog. Maybe we should do, like, a book or something, switch it up. We've been doing a lot of yeah, movies. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out, and you'll find out. And, uh, yeah, thanks everybody for doing it. And we got sketches coming up. We'll have those up on the Patreon. Yeah. And we'll have all sorts of shit. Come right. To, if you uh, want to take vengeance on your parents or your ex-boyfriend or other podcasters, you could contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Animal Secrets. Yeah. Or you can subscribe to our YouTube. Follow uh, the Animal Secrets Instagram, Animal Secrets Pod on Instagram. You can follow us at Chance Willie at Connor Larson Comedy on Instagram. Check out ConnorLarsonComedy.com for his dates, ChanceWillie.com for my dates. And then uh, you got anything else you want to plug? I think you nailed it, man. We'll be uh, we'll be in Nashville a lot of Mondays and Tuesdays at Zanies. Yeah, just Check bank on out. us being at every like new material Monday at Zanies Nashville. And then we'll both be in other weird states doing comedy. So go, I don't know, go to our websites for that. Yeah, go to our websites. I'll be on tour with Theo Vaughn here coming up soon. He's on tour with Rodney Carrington every fucking weekend for the rest of for time. the rest of time. Uh, so yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming up. Thanks for sticking around with us. If you're already a Patreon member. We really appreciate it, and uh, yeah, we're excited to be in the new studio and making a lot of shit coming your way, and we'll have some uh, fun bonus stuff uh, coming out. We're going to raffle off a sword. All right. Thank you, everybody. We're going to give a sword to somebody. Thank you, guys. (laughs)